Hello friends, welcome to the SOS Podcast. I'm your host Carl, thanks for joining me today. I want to send a special thanks to my brothers and sisters in Uganda who have been listening to this podcast. I don't know anyone there, but it is only by the power and grace of God that we are able to share this time of fellowship together, and I just really appreciate that. I thank you for listening, uh, and I hope you continue to listen. Today, if you can, turn with me to Matthew chapter 27. We'll start in verse 11. This is when Jesus has been taken before Pilate. Starting in verse 11, it says, Now Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, saying, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus said to him, It is as you say. And while he was being accused by the chief priests and elders, he answered nothing. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many things they testify against you? But he answered him not one word, so that the governor marveled greatly. This is one of those passages we read, and as we get this mental picture, we see Jesus, the innocent Son of God, perfect, blameless, flawless, being taken before these leaders, being accused of so many things, and he says nothing in his own defense. Think about it, they, they accused him of blasphemy because he said he was the Son of God. Now, did he commit blasphemy? Of course not, no, he was telling the truth, he was honest, he is the Son of God. Again, flawless, never lied, never deceived. So Pilate is looking at him and thinking, any other, any other man before me would be up in arms and would be saying, this is why my accusers are wrong. This is why I'm innocent and this is why I should be let go. But Jesus said nothing like that. If anyone ever had an argument in his own defense, if anyone had a leg to stand on, it was Jesus. But he said nothing. And Pilate was amazed. Pilate is expecting some kind of response. Pilate is expecting him to be incensed and to defend himself. Why is it so important that Jesus said nothing? Well, there's a couple things. One thing is, it's clear from scripture that Christ's life was not taken from him. He gave his life. In that instance, it was not for him to defend himself. It was for him to fulfill the Father's plan. Being set free right then and there and avoiding crucifixion would not have been the plan. But there's something else in here, and it's something that is spoken of many times in Scripture, a couple times in the book of Proverbs when the book speaks of foolishness, and that is about how we measure our words. It's about how we speak and what we say and why we say it. Proverbs 29 draws a distinction between a fool and a wise person several times. One of those times, it talks about those who discuss their feelings. It says that the fool will just tell his feelings pretty much to anyone who will listen, but the wise person will know better. The wise person will have discretion. The wise person will keep his or her feelings to himself or herself at times. Why is that? Aren't we supposed to be honest? Aren't we supposed to be transparent people? How could it possibly be wrong for me to honestly tell someone what I think or how I feel? Especially if I'm being asked or if I'm being put in a position where perhaps my opinion or my feelings are being taken into account for some reason that seems to matter. Why is it that maybe it might be better for me to just keep my mouth shut and not say anything? I think the example of Jesus here is clear in that respect. He had every 
answer to every accusation. Jesus had every answer that honestly would say, this is who I am, this is why I'm not guilty, this is why I should not be punished, this is why you should let me go. There would have been no answer to what he said, but he didn't do that. He knew that the influence of his words, honest, true words, because he couldn't lie, would have gone against the plan of the Father. Speaking honestly in that moment and defending himself would have changed the whole trajectory of the plan. It might seem harsh, but he was not here to defend himself with words. He wasn't here to defend himself in that moment. He will be vindicated. He was vindicated when he resurrected, when he showed himself to how many people. But actually, even before that, when the crucifixion was happening, when the skies got dark, when the veil was torn, when the tombs opened up and dead people were walking around Jerusalem, interacting with those who knew they were dead, Jesus, it was shown, was exactly who he said he was. His words weren't necessary to vindicate him because the fruit of his work would do that, and it will do that. What does the scripture say? Every knee will bow, every tongue will confess, every single person who ever doubted him will be faced with the reality of his godliness and will have to confess that very godliness. His silence was about timing and purpose. Our silence needs to be the same. Just because I think something doesn't mean I have to say it even if I'm asked. Just because I feel something doesn't mean I have to discuss it or put it out there. You know, opinions and feelings can be very fleeting. We can misconstrue what we see and hear. We can misinterpret how other people behave or speak around us, and we can come to conclusions which are just wrong. We've all known people who maybe the first impression wasn't the best, we didn't get along, but after getting to know the person you say, oh, you're so different than what I initially thought. And what if you were asked during that time what you thought about that person? You might have said something that was unkind, or perhaps even just untrue, based on your impression, based on the little bit you know. And what would have been the consequences or the effects of those words? We all know that honesty is not always the best thing in every situation. That doesn't mean that we should lie, but it does mean that sometimes we need to be silent. It does mean that sometimes we need to keep our thoughts and our opinions and our feelings to ourselves. We live in a world right now that seems to promote honesty in the way that Everybody says everything they're thinking and feeling all the time. Nobody holds anything back. But that's, that's foolishness. Wisdom is to be measured with your words, to exercise discretion, to think about what you're saying, why you're saying it, and what the fruit of those words will be. What's the purpose there? For example, when we describe someone as being brutally honest, that's not a good thing. That means that this is someone who's going to say the truth, whatever they think, whatever they feel, no matter what the consequences will be, no matter how it affects someone else. And maybe what they're saying is true and they're being honest, but they're not being wise, they're not being helpful, they're not being loving. Either that person is not thinking about the consequences of those words, or that person doesn't care, or that person actually intends that brutality. And none of those things are what the Lord requires of us. None of that follows the example that Christ gives us. Now this idea of wise silence can be in situations that are much more extreme than that. It's one thing to have the discernment to not say things that 
hurt other people, but there are other situations we can find ourselves in where this wise silence is much more important. I can tell you, I was in Israel on a tour about a decade or so ago, and we were in Bethlehem, and we were in a church, and this area was kind of contentious at the time. I don't know, probably still is, but back then it was, it was pretty bad. So we go into this church, I'd never been in a church that has armed guards and fatigues with what looked like assault rifles. I mean, it was, it was pretty different than what I'm used to. And while we were waiting in line in this church to see whatever it was we were supposed to see there, one of the people on our tour made a joke and some of us giggled. And all of a sudden we hear people in authority there speaking in Arabic. I think it was Arabic. And they didn't sound happy. And then, before we know it, one of these armed guards, one of these what look like soldiers, is in front of us with this assault rifle, saying very loudly, Who's laughing? Who's laughing? And in an instant, we all froze. Several of us had been laughing, but no one actually said, It was me. I was the one who was laughing. And I can tell you that when he asked that question in anger, we obviously did something that offended them, I was going to speak up and say something, but something I can say in my spirit told me to remain quiet, told me not to say a word. I could have answered him honestly and said I was the one who was laughing, but something told me silence was better, and each one of us was silent in that moment, and I think that was really important for us because I don't know what would have happened otherwise. When we gave no response at all, the soldier simply told us there was no laughing aloud and turned and went the other way. The best thing for us in that moment was to remain quiet. Wisdom wouldn't have been to speak. No response to that question was the best response to that question. I definitely don't think it was my idea to stay silent. And I feel confident that the other people in my group had the same prompting I did. We all knew it was best to be quiet. We live in a world today with a great many fools who just speak words without a thought, who think that my feelings and my opinions and my ideas deserve to be heard by everyone. But there are many things we think and feel or even know that we have no good reason to speak. Sometimes choosing your words wisely leaves you with none. You realize that the wisest thing you can do is keep those words to yourself. Pilate was impressed by Jesus because of his self-control, because of his humility, because he was able to say nothing when he could have said so many things. The hope is that we learn from his lesson that sometimes the greatest wisdom is found in silence. Father, we thank you for the discernment you give us, the same discernment that you gave your son to know when to speak and when to be silent. Lord, we would ask that you give us the same discipline that Jesus had. Give us even just a measure of his self-control that we would be deliberate in speech and think about the consequences of our words. Father, that we would have the same humility Jesus had to be able to stay silent when that is the wisest thing to do. Father, we love you. 
and we can't wait to see you face to face. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Good day, and God bless. We hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of the Sold Out Soul podcast. If you would like to sow financially into the work that we're doing here, please visit soulsrestoredministries.org and click the donate button.